Hey friends, looks like you clicked on our awesome podcast, which is just two best friends talking about nerdy stuff, interesting stories from their lives, and reading and reacting to fictional stories found on the internet. But as with most things found on the internet, this podcast is absolutely not for children or some adults. You have been warned. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Argo Bargo Pod. I'm Tyler. And I'm Mike. How you doing tonight, Mike? You know, it's alright. I, I don't yeah. I sound less like a <laughs> villain, I guess. Although that's up for you because you're the one that labeled my voice as that. That's true. That's true. It sounds good today. A lot better than it did. It's a bit better for sure. And I'm not gonna lie, I was starting to get pretty bummed out about my voice because it got worse from what you heard on the podcast and everything. And right. I was like, it it struck me like I might not be able to sing again. Like if like if my voice is just constantly shit, I might never be able to yeah. actually sing or whatever. Not that I That's had true. big hopes of making on like American Idol or whatever, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like the little things. I didn't want to start yeah, hacking and coughing. Thing. That's fair. So I do have to apologize to you and all the listeners this week because uh, I had a little situation with my computer. It, uh, Is that what we're sh- it? <laughs> it uh, shit the bed, and I am recording this from my phone, so uh, the audio might be terrible and might be unusable, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Michael work his magic, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, no, you sound great, and uh, it's all good. Everything's good. Life is life is good. Life is great. <laughs> There's nothing bad, and I'm not angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You you unironically saying shit in a text. I was like, he must be pretty miffed. Like, you typically try to keep it pretty pg in your texts and then yeah it's like oh he is he's pissed yeah okay yeah i was i'm so angry (laughs) but i'm trying to laugh it off you know yeah i'm trying to live that good life that's it (laughs) like honestly like my computer's still fucked too the internet doesn't work on my computers like at all like oh yeah right i forgot that whole situation the wi-fi seems to be fucked i had put a hard line in it and usually it's fine but today i was like hey yeah you're not connected to shit dog and i'm like i'm looking at the hard line connected into it i'm like come again motherfucker like yeah definitely connected to something oh i i technology is such a great way to get absolutely fucking livid when it doesn't work right oh yeah yep it's pretty much the worst but uh yeah so mike we before all the shit time and all the uh the downward spiral of technology um we went and seen a movie and it was great my god it feels like a month ago at this point it was okay i'm pretty sure (laughs) okay (laughs) We saw, so we did go and see uh, the D&D movie. Uh, so spoilers ahead. You know, to differentiate <laughs> it from all the other D&D movies. Yeah, yeah. The new one, uh, yeah. Um, so there definitely will probably be spoilers ahead for those of you who haven't seen that movie. Just a heads up. I'll try not to spoil any plot stuff because... Not specific plot stuff, but there will definitely be spoilers. Um, but uh, Too Long Didn't Read... I thought it was really, really good, and I had very few critiques. <laughs> yeah, same. I also thought it was really good. I've uh, I've since went and watched a few, um, like people picking the movie apart. Yeah, and like, um, like giving us the Easter eggs and stuff that we might have missed. Right. And uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff that if you're not super like into the lore of the of D and D, you'll definitely miss it. Yeah, I could see that. I like. There's, there's, there's so much there. And I, I love like, 
you're going for like the fluff lore, right? Like just like the the fun things. You're, you're like the history and the world building. That's the kind of stuff you want to see. I'm really glad they didn't sit down and have like a five minute conversation about like, well, that's not how that spell works kind of thing. And like to be like, haha, isn't that meta? Like, you know, the way like the spells are like worded in like our the D&D uh rule books i'm really glad there's nothing that felt like too much like that like yeah i uh i really appreciated that because i i was scared that they were going to pander to like the asshole hard nose kind of nerd but this was a lot right. more like this was just really fun like the whole time yeah it was it was really fun and uh they really snuck a lot of little things in there that you know you probably didn't even really notice um like the idea of like the bag of holding and stuff like that. Where, when was that? It's like, it's been a month since <laughs> exactly. we saw it. Like now I'm like, wait, which part was that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's basically just like one of the characters, one of the main characters is always giving one of the other characters things. He's like, here, you hold that. And it's like big items and shit that I didn't notice when I was watching the movie. But as I went back and like, watch some of the easter egg videos i was like oh shit like that did happen like everything that he was given he was like here you hold this i think... I was like okay like that's oh, cool because i i noticed one person i thought they had a bag that had a face on it which is like classic yeah. for a bag of holding but i didn't piece yeah. it together that they, they were the ones that had that that makes sense that's interesting yeah exactly yeah so even those like little nods it's not like specifically outright talked about but those little things that you pick up on. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What was your favorite part, do you think? I really liked uh, the druid. Um, and I liked that it was... I liked their, their... Their character arc, I think, was like a little bit less like... Well... Like tied together at the end. It was kind of like all right, my whole personality was based around this one assumption. I've had that assumption overturned. That's good, right? That's right. fine. But like, I liked the druid scenes because the druid used wild shape a lot. Some people critiqued it like that's, okay, uh, to derail myself because we all knew I would. Like, I I was looking at it afterwards and I was like, you know, birds typically cast spells. And they didn't do any of that in this. And that's fine. And one of the things I read about, because I didn't read like anything beforehand, but I read a few people's like interpretations and like thoughts afterwards. And they said like, the druid only wild shapes. It doesn't cast any spells. Um, And the sorcerer just casts spells. And the bard doesn't cast any spells at all. And is more just about inspiring and like being charismatic. Right. But it makes sense to do that because for your layperson trying to get into this, it would be really clunky and stupid to sit down and be like, okay, no, all three of them can do magic, but there's arbitrary rules about which person can cast which spells. And like, so they just skip that. Yeah. Which makes sense. And I really like that. That's fine. It didn't really bother me at all. Um, in fact, I liked it. So the druid. I really liked how much they wild shape and how they used it because it, every time it was a lot like, Oh yeah, that's awesome. Like any, any DM that's like had a druid that's like, well, the party doesn't have a familiar, so I'm just going to go scouting. Like that's just a common thing. I'm going to turn to a rat and sneak into a place. Like that was good. and, And it still like, it really felt like it had stakes every time they did it. Um, yeah absolutely because you know like every rule set's a bit different but like in fifth edition like if a a druid wild shapes they have like that creature health and then if they get like get knocked out of that they just are back and they're fine but like when the druid was a mouse it was like it was the implication was definitely like if the mouse fucking dies the druid dies so like it was very high stakes and it was very like it was intricate kind of chase scenes like there was a lot going on it wasn't just like the one thing. There was like all kinds of moving parts you were watching happening. Um, and I thought that that was really great because it was authentic to like how a creative player might wild shape all the time and not just, 
I'm going to turn into the biggest fucking HP sponge I have. And that's it. It was like, right. I'll be a mouse. I'll be a bird. I'm going to do this. And like for different reasons, I'm going to be these different creatures. And it was, it felt cool. It felt really cool and authentic to how a creative player may play. So I really like that. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. I love that answer. How about you? Uh, I, <laughs> I think my favorite part, of the whole movie was um, when they were using the, the question spell, like they're where they raised the dead. dead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was amazing. And I think it was just because it was so funny and outrageous. And it just brought me back to like one of those really, you know, comedic situations when you're playing D and D and you're like, you know, you're you're chatting with the people at the table, like, okay, well, like, what am I gonna ask? And then that's why they take that. The DM takes <laughs> that. I was like, okay, well, that was a question. Yeah. <laughs> and like, right. I just, I really love that little play that they did, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was really funny. And not to nitpick, but like, that's not the first time I've seen a scene like that either. You'll, yeah. If you reach back into the far recesses of your mind, back to when. Hellboy 2, the Golden Army was released. There's a scene <laughs> where they dig up like some old Russian monk. I don't know if it was Rasputin, but like some old Russian monk dude they dig up and just like Hellboy carries around carries him around on his back like a fucking undead Yoda <laughs> to get advice from during the mission. So uh, like that kind of thing, that real specific thing has happened before in movies, but it was like they did it really well. And yeah. it's one of those jokes where even if you saw it from a mile away, it was still done really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they just yeah, it was just done really well. And I also liked, not to be like silly, but I liked watching the movie and picking out times when it would have been a situation where you had to roll for it, and determining on you know how well they rolled to make that make that move, you know. I understand what you're saying. I know the words that just came out of your mouth. I can't believe you did that because it didn't even occur to me to do it. <laughs> really? Not really. Well, like if there was parts where somebody fucked up and I was like, well, that's a failed deck save. But like, yeah. that was my only thought I ever I had about it during the whole movie. Like it didn't. That's hilarious. No, I wasn't like, oh, I would have crit. <laughs> Not to make fun <laughs> of you, but like. I know, yeah, it's a weird thing to say and weird thing to be doing while you're watching the movie, but I found it really fascinating to think, like, okay, well, obviously he rolled a nat one there because, you know, he basically died. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest, the critic part of my brain turned off very quickly during the movie. Like, that's fair. Not, and I not feel like they, real- I feel like they probably tried to do that because, uh, you know, they tried to make it fun and engaging so that you wouldn't look too deep into those things. Like it, it was extremely engaging. Cause like I watched not, not to derail it just yet, but I watched John wick four like last weekend and I, the whole time I felt myself critiquing it and like ma- making mental notes the, the right. entire movie. But D and D I was, I was really ready to have fun and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. I I really surprised. I was really pleasantly surprised by just how like into it I got. And like while like a lot of the shots, you know, were called from a mile out, it still right. didn't feel like cheap or like unearned kind of thing. It was like yeah. no, like this, you know, you you can they tied a bow on it really nicely and like, you know, it's a bit cliché at parts, but like it, not in a bad way, just like in a, that's the way yeah, these absolutely. kinds of stories work kind of thing. Right. Yeah. No, I agree 100%. I really enjoyed, like, I guess I liked some of the meta stuff. I get, well, here I am saying meta stuff while I'm laughing at you, like, estimating <laughs> dice rolls. But, like, I like, I really like the Paladin character because the Paladin character to me oh, was so funny, was a DM NPC like perfect absolutely like <laughs> yeah no you guys actually heard of this person before yeah they're really fucking cool 
They have a unique <laughs> backstory. Like, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're and they're really good at everything. Like, I, yeah. I I read a few things where people are like, oh, in this scene, what spell was this? Or in like in this scene, was the paladin using smite or are they using the spell holy weapon? And like different things like right. that. I'm like, I don't care because it's like <laughs> it, it was a paladin thing. The same way I, I'm not upset the bard didn't cast any spells. I yeah, kind of exactly. wish. I kind of wish Chris Pine's character did do more though, because even though it's on the plan, it was constant. Like I'm the plan guy, but yeah. I would have liked a little bit more like actual inspiration instead of just like sports movie like motivational speeches. <laughs> I that's oh, fair. He had the inspiring leader feed. They all had temp HP after that. No, but like, <laughs> but like, I would have liked a little bit more like you know he instead of just like the plot having those like things that bring you back to like the earlier issues you know how it's going to play out like the foreshadowing if if he had been very quotable and that it was inspiring to other people that might have made like a bit more like that's a great bird kind of thing right but but yeah uh, just as like i'm the plan guy that's also it's fine but it wasn't it wasn't great the way other aspects were yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like, yeah, he his character was definitely uh, not lackluster. I guess he just added the comedic. <sighs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I understand. I get it. He was more of a comedic, like just lighthearted, little bit, little bit of lighthearted comedy from him, less than like you know a good solid adventurer we'll say <laughs> yeah and like they had showed him previously as like an agent of like the harpers like being capable of things like so he was wearing armor yeah. and that wasn't like pristine presumably he's like fought people before too yeah like but it's like exactly nope, i'm gonna fade into the background every time there's action <laughs> like i have a yeah. loot like he's not gonna incapable of fighting yeah why did you yeah. even bring it dog it was useful in one very <laughs> fantastic scene at the end of the movie but like and i think he bonked somebody with it once but for the most part it's yeah. like he was just kind of there like yeah just yelling from the background like in a the heist barbarian. movie where you, <laughs> you can have, do it yeah in the heist movie you usually have the guy in the van to like give you advice that's like not directly on scene what if during the heist movie you bring the guy in the van but he just <laughs> instead of t- him telling you things over the radio he gets in the way and he's just also there yeah. <laughs> uh that's that's exactly what it was like. But it wasn't useful information. It was no. just like hyping you up. Like, yeah, you you got this. You can do it. Just just move to the left. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel like he was a very inspiring bird, but like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it, it, like there's parts that were just fine, and I think like the characters, their interactions were just like fine. But the humor yeah. and the action and like the like the big set piece moments were all really good. It was just the characters were a little bit lacking, but they served their purpose. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like I would definitely watch it again and I would highly recommend other people go see it. I would love a, a drinking game for this movie as well. Oh, that would be so good. Speaking of a drinking game, we should probably open our wine. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. We get to do one that I tried before and I said I liked, and now I'm going to look like a fool if I dislike it. <laughs> All right, so we have Jackson Triggs Chardonnay. It is a white. And, uh, yeah, let's open it up. Oh, don't read the All back. Right, I let's give it a little... Back. I won't. All right, cheers, I guess. Cheers. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, I had a... It's really uh, good. I like it. And now, stop me if you heard this one before, but this white tastes a lot like apple juice to me. <laughs> but... <laughs> I feel like at this point, we're not even... We're not like a wine club. We're just uh, two guys that drink drink wine and just describe the bottle. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that we've ever tried to really stray too far from that. I've been a little bit better, though, about some of it. But honestly, if I don't like the wine, I have a hard time 
saying something nice about it. This one I like. Um, That's fair. I, it's not yeah, as it's good really as good. I remembered it, if I'm being honest. Really? I like it. I like it fine. Um, I also may have had a possible like COVID a lot, exposure, so maybe that has played into this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, I just, I just remembered that, actually. I can smell it. <laughs> Apple pear, freshly mm. churned butter. What the fuck? There's butter? There's butter in this one. Did you read the back? I just read the That's back. That's amazing. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> it's um apple and pear, so you know I'm right for once. About okay. The apple juice. You're right. Um, you got it. And freshly churned butter, you fucking mad lads. That's weird. Enjoy sipping with pizza or roasted chicken. Uh yeah. I, okay. I like it. I think it's so, solid. It's uh, since 1993. That was the year we were born. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I give this one a 69 <laughs> because I don't want to give it a full. You know what? I'll give it a 70. I didn't want to give it a full. Yeah, I think this. I, you know what? I'm going to go 75 because I think this is the, probably the best one we've had. I don't know. I, I, I kind of liked one of the other whites we had a little bit more. Now, to, to derail, I, I think I messaged you about this. I had... A Cabernet Sauvignon uh, last weekend, <laughs> and um, yeah, I hated it. I uh, I literally yeah, compared you it to red nail polish remover. Really didn't you did. like it. You did. Did not jive with me at all. So, <laughs> and I and then I repeatedly I said, we you may as well get used to it because we have to try it for the show. So yeah, it'd be it I. We've been pretty similar in some of our scoring. It would be interesting to see where we start to depart. I also, there, there's a thing, I don't know if I sent you, there was like a, a chart somebody made of like dry and sweet and like different like flavor profiles on like a graph so that okay. you can kind yeah, of you differentiate did send me like yeah, yeah, what yeah. types of wine are generally similar, what are generally different. And cause right. I'd be interested to see like, you know, not, I don't know what the right term for like, kind of like a line of best fit for a graph but it'd be different i guess because it might just be a region you prefer and i would be interested to see like where your preferred region is where mine is yeah that would be interesting um this one's all right not as good as i'd remembered it but again i might be biased because i had there's one of the whites that i liked i think it's a jackson chardonnay i couldn't remember i was looking at the bottles after like a week later like which one of you was good again (laughs) Uh, that's funny. That's fine. I think this is good. I, I like this one. <laughs> Maybe that's the anger talking. COVID. And I just needed alcohol, but yeah, I think we both could use a little drinky poo right now. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, this is good. Good wine. I give it a seventy-five. Tastes like apple juice. Is there but a yeah. part of the D and D movie you'd want to improve? I know, I'm not set. I'm not comfortable moving on topics. I'm all about tangents. <laughs> just <laughs> dipping back into the same old well. What if you could change a major part of the movie, or like add um, something or whatever? What would you do? Hmm. What would I add? Um. Hmm. That's a good question. I think. I wasn't like super flipped over the whole like description of the the big bad. I feel like we didn't see enough of like like their whole thing. I don't know. I mean, we've seen quite a bit of it, I guess, but I still like it was still kind of like, well, I mean, I guess I guess she's the big bad. I mean, it makes sense, but I don't know. It just wasn't her character development wasn't enough for me. Yeah, yeah, no, I see that too. And I, I said I didn't want to spoil too much, but we're kind of over it now anyways. Um, like, and then there's this scene where they like sneak one of their allies into the city or whatever. And then that just doesn't really go anywhere. It's like, okay, yeah, they're planning this big like yeah, evil plot, but like that person doesn't really do anything. Like eventually they go right. and like hunt the party, but there's no like... Why'd they even bother showing up to the town kind of thing? It was just like, 
Yeah, just exactly. A, kind of a weird aside just to introduce a character. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like they could have done more with that character to... Like, I don't think it was necessary to foreshadow more that they were evil or anything like that. But right. just, like... Th- like, the scene where they introduce, like, what the artifact does and all that. If they had played a bigger role in that scene or something to, like... Yeah. Demonstrate, exactly. like, some characteristics about that person or some kind of weakness to exploit. Because there was no real, like... It didn't feel like they, like, fought a battle against that character. They just fought a battle against, like, an arbitrarily powerful character. Exactly, like it didn't yeah. feel like they had found that person's weakness and exploited it no. or something like that. It was just, like, they just fucking won... Just like when you yeah. roll up in Pokemon, like, well, my grass types will beat the shit out. Oh, you just, you got a Machoke to level 100. All right. And just the Machoke just fucking kills them. The type, yeah, exactly. Type advantages matter not to me. <laughs> oh. All right. It doesn't feel very heroic when you just win. But Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I feel like they definitely could have done more with... Like, the big bad character. Yeah. Yeah. But now, I mean, the movie was a long movie, and I guess they had to cut parts somewhere, you know? That'd be interesting. It's like, yeah, it's actually a three-hour movie. We did a fucking <laughs> Peter Jackson cut. <laughs> I'd watch that. No, you wouldn't. You still haven't watched normal Lord of the Rings, you liar. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I already said what I'd add. I'd I'd give the bird a little bit more, like, make them matter Yeah, a little bit more. Outside of a couple of scenes where they were perfection, but... (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But, I mean, yeah, for for being the main character, there was a few things that they definitely could have improved on with the main character. You know, it's funny. um, I mentioned it before, but I watched John Wick, and, like, D&D, nobody... Very few people, I should say, go to D&D expecting some kind of, like, realism to do with, like, the medieval period or whatever. Like, most people are reasonable enough to know, like, it's not going to be, like, realistic or whatever. And it shouldn't be, in my opinion. That's a different, there's different game systems for that. But. Yeah. John Wick, as a story and as, like, (laughs) a setting, has gotten (laughs) weird. But, like, it's, I still like it. I enjoyed the, it was not nearly as good as some of the earlier John Wick movies. I did not think about it That's much fair. after. I made notes quickly after because I didn't want to forget because I knew a lot of the movie wouldn't really stick with me. But right. Watching John Wick fight and more generally some of the other people in the world, too. So, like, in the third one, I think they, or may, it might even be just the second one, they introduced like the bulletproof suit. Like, this yep. is just like a suit. There's no like vest under it. This is a suit we made from Kevlar or whatever. It's bulletproof. Congrats. Um, you would still get your fucking shit pushed in if you're just willing wearing flexible bulletproof clothing because the bullets are gonna hit you. Yeah. And they're going to bruise you real bad the same way like getting hit with a baseball bat 30 times is not great for your kidneys. Like, (laughs) but what that, what that's done to the John Wick fights is very interesting because like everybody has guns because it's John Wick, but basically everybody knows everybody is wearing something bulletproof. So they fight the way medieval knights fought each other. Like, (laughs) so now bear with me. You're like a 13th century, like cavalry knight. You are wearing a shitload of armor. You have very few weak points. That is so you can wade through the fucking peasants that got press ganged into being in an army and just fucking (laughs) go ham with a sword. And there's not a lot they can do about it. Because, like... Right, yeah, oh, well, that's fair. I shoved my pointed stick at them. Now, because my family does pretty well for ourselves, because we're millers, we could afford to have a bit of metal at the end of the pointy stick. However, the, right. the, the bit of metal bounced off the lot of metal that that guy's wearing. And uh, his horse, <laughs> horse trampled me to death. But, like... 
with knights and you don't see there's some movies that do it but you don't see it in every movie like it's hard to downplay just how bad it is to get hit with a sword even when you're wearing armor because if you hit somebody hard enough with a stick you can break their arm what if that stick was made of metal like right. you could still fuck somebody up even if they're armored like if it hits the wrong way, it doesn't deflect. It's still a solid hit. You could fucking break somebody's arm. Potentially. Yeah, for sure. So knights, but knights, you don't want to just have a drawn out fight. You need to kill that other person. And so yeah. like you see in these like old medieval manuscripts, like here's how to fight other knights. Like this is how you use swords. This is great. This is like the most efficient way to swing a sword. However, if they have armor, the rules change very quickly. Like, <laughs> like there's more a Mordhau or like a death stroke. Um, yep. You hold the sharp part of the sword and swing it like a bat because you want to get the hilt of the sword, which is hard and pointier than like, just like the tip of the sword is like different. It's a different kind of pointy. This is more pointy. Like a pickaxe is pointy. So you can try to get through somebody's armor because like your sword's not going to do it. Like if you have two people fighting an armor, one might even just like, um, like hand the sword, which is like you hold the end of the sword, the hilt of the sword as normal, and you grab it halfway down the blade with your gauntlet gauntlet and use it more like a spear because you're not going to win this fight by slashing. The slashing's not going to do a lot against somebody in plate. You need to like find a groove to dig your sword into and gouge it and use it like a fucking can opener to kill that other guy. That's what John Wick's <laughs> turned into. Because everybody has bulletproof armor. So, but I don't know why John doesn't go around dressed like the fucking Grim Reaper in bulletproof cloth. (laughs) I guess he still wants to blend in, even though everyone knows what he fucking looks like. And we don't see him go into a Wendy's or something where he might want (laughs) to blend in a little bit more. He's just walking on the street in his suit and everyone's like, I don't think that's John. But like... yeah. So that like nobody's wearing hats, nobody's wearing cowls, very few people no. wear helmets. So everyone knows we're shooting for the head every time. And so basically Absolutely. you're attacking each other just for the point of distracting each other. So you can't just walk around not protecting your dome. So like people literally like lift up like their lapels on their coats to cover their faces like it's some kind of fucking riot shield while they run at each other <laughs> shooting pistols. And like the whole game has now turned into Find a way to put my gun in line with their noggin very quickly. And so some people might even have helmets on. So it's like, find a way to jam my gun into the goggles and shoot until they die. Like, so it, it really gave me medieval knight, um, medieval knight fight vibes. Because it's like, John's always done like judo and stuff to get somebody to the ground to get them in a good position to shoot them in the face. Right. But like... And now it seems even more crucial. Like, no, no, we can't. We don't get to have stand up fights. We have to be dirty and rough. Like, yeah, like it's the fight. It's the face or nothing. Yeah. So it's 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 a lot of like just angling and positioning and just finding this is the opening. I can't just shoot you wherever. It has to be this. Right. And so it feels a lot like the gun. The muzzle of the gun is the can opener. Like we're just trying to put it in the position where like it will actually work. And so it's really, it's like arm wrestling, but there's a gun in every, in both people's hands and they're trying to fight each other to like get that, their gun pointed at the other person's dome without letting them point it at back at them. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're totally right. And it definitely has evolved into that. And even I've noticed it and I haven't seen the fourth one, but uh, yeah, like all the, the maneuvering that he has to do to shoot them in the head is like, definitely evolving throughout the movies the first one he just walks up to a club and he just shoots people in time with dubstep and it's fine half of them are naked anyways like and it's just like (laughs) just shooting people as quickly as possible and it's like all right well this is played out what if we made it harder to shoot the people like just well hear me out hear me out we make it harder to shoot the people 
but i it's also like a lot of like knives and stuff too which it's is fun and i like it but i'm waiting for them to incorporate bayonets in a big way into john wick <laughs> i want somebody to have a world war ii era rifle with a bayonet on it just like an m1 garand now why would that be great because the m1 garand has the most distinctive ping and like sound bite of like any gun i think most people would recognize that specific noise if they've played like a lot of call of duty or something like right compared to a lot of other guns that gun has a very specific noise associated to it you're empty it ping and it shoots the thing up it's great um yeah also i mean that you're just asking to jam somebody's thumb into a grand thumb is a whole thing but like <laughs> and just have a bayonet on it so you have like We've incorporated melee weapons anyways. Why not just have a spear that shoots bullets, John? John, get an M1 <laughs> current. Spin that bitch around your arms and slash people, stab people. That'd be great. We all ever we all love your pistols, John. We know you're so good with them. <laughs> but what about M1 Garand? You know, spinning yeah. that around. Exactly. Pistols are played out. We love we love your pistols, but God, we gotta try something. And they don't get me wrong; they do a whole lot of new stuff in this one. And it's yeah. I was like, no, he's not he's not grabbing that for a weapon, right? Not with all these. Okay, he's. I guess he's just here to style on him today. And then he spent. There's a very very long fight scene with him using an improvised weapon that is really good. That's amazing. There's a couple of scenes. I I don't want to give out too many spoilers. Um, if you have any video games that you think about when you think about killing people in time with dubstep music, perhaps a <laughs> 90s aesthetic, they just straight up do that in this one. And it's fucking amazing. It's like, That's hilarious. There's a few scenes in, in John Wick 4 where I was like, all right, like this is this isn't that interesting this is just a fight scene but there's others that are like oh they had an idea and they were just trying to get to this idea and the idea is great i'm so glad they're doing it like (laughs) um there's a lot of that in this one there's a lot of like well this is just really contrived but overall i really liked it i want i just want bayonets in the next one nice yeah that'd be great i feel like Thinking about everything that you just described, eventually they're going to have to just go, like, just rocket launchers, right? Now, yeah. and Like, close-up rocket launchers. No, I don't think you're supposed to do them close-up. Like, RPGs don't... <laughs> most rockets don't work right if you shoot them at something really close. Like Really? They, I did not know that. Because, like, rockets compared to bullets... You're igniting the rocket and the like the payloads in the rocket and the fuel to get it to its target. So like, whereas mm. a bullet, you, like all the propellant was in the cartridge and only the bullet leaves. The cartridge don't go with it to push it along in the air. Right. So like rockets need to build up speed to work properly. Don't get me wrong. You get hit with one from 20 feet. You're probably going to get <laughs> fucked up. Because, like, it was enough to push it out of the It's probably not going to be fun, yeah. But, it, like, the okay. rocket itself right. might Hear not blow out. up because it's also a safety measure for rockets to not blow up. So if there's a misfire, it doesn't blow up everyone in the fucking foxhole that shot it. Right. That's fair. Okay, but hear me out. Okay? I don't want Rocket it. launcher, bayonet combo. No! <laughs> you fucking magnificent. That would work. You magnificent son of a bitch. Or just like we've stopped trying to pierce the bulletproof armor, so we loaded a riot shotgun with bean bags. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just real spicy bean bags. <laughs> now they do. They do use a few creative weapons. I don't. I just don't want to spoil the whole movie. But they do. It's like, That's oh, fair. you have bulletproof armor. That's neat. We have a. We have a solution for that one. Oh, okay. Well, now I want to see it, so... You're doing a good job hyping it up, because now I want to watch it. It was... I feel like, uh, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I didn't I love it. I feel like John Wick should sponsor us, because we're definitely giving them some... Uh, we're definitely giving them some good stuff. There, I will say this. I think Keanu Reeves is amazing. Like, 
when he was doing his stunts, it was fantastic. But it's very clear not Absolutely. everybody trained as hard as he did to be like in the movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's fair. No, I feel like he goes all in. Yeah, no, you know, you, there's videos of him doing the the three gun training and stuff. All right, I wrote a few bunch of things. I don't know when. What was the uh, one of the things we talked about last time we had to do a show? I don't know, man. That was forever ago. Holy shit, that's fun. <laughs> Whenever you say holy shit to your own ideas, I know it's a good one. <laughs> hey, Tyler. Yeah. If you had to list some of the predators that might attack like a mouse, like a field mouse, what what might you list? Right. Uh I would say like a fox. Okay. Or an owl. Oh, okay. Uh any type of real like bird that kills prey. It's interesting that you say that. Okay. What is a bat, but simply a mouse with wings? (laughs) That's true. And if you had to think of something that a mouse might consider evil, it might, like you said, be a large bird. Right. So if mice developed their own religion, their angels would have (laughs) bat wings. (laughs) And their demons would have feather wings. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it, and I've never really thought about it in that context before. You know what? But yeah. I'm gonna... No, I'm not saying humans are predated on by creatures that have bat wings, but we definitely think they're <laughs> scary. So for sure. a mouse might think feathery wings are scary. So... That, the logic yeah. holds, and I'm right, and I'm a genius. This is just like my llamas <laughs> are the elves of sheep argument. I agree. That's still a good argument. But you're not wrong. I feel like mice would definitely uh, see bats as their little angels, for sure. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. That's a wild thought. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> what else you got? That was a good one. Um so we've been kind of this, this step away from jokes because I don't have any. It's interesting like how we've been critiquing things like I've been watching a lot of different we've had so much time cuz um all our gear's been fucked. I've had a lot of time to like go back and consume a lot of media. So I watched a lot. I finished like a bunch of seasons of South Park. And I started from the beginning. Do not recommend. It's not a great time. Honestly. Yeah. I can South imagine Park it's pretty rough. Just, it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, kind of like the Urgle Burgle. Yeah. Know? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, Got super into Survivor for a little bit. Watched two seasons of Survivor. Um, and I did yell at somebody during a heated argument in d and I'm about to vote you off this fucking island. Um, so I am a little bit impressionable. But like I've been like getting back into a few things and trying to like appreciate them. But I've also kind of been critiquing things a little bit harshly lately. And one of the okay. things is... So I, I beat Mass Effect 3. Fuck me. Not Mass Effect 3. Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, okay, nice. I It got better the more I played it, if I'm being honest. It starts off pretty really? rough, and there's glitches and stuff. Like, you have to constantly make sure you're signed into the EA service, or else you won't get your achievements and stuff. So that's good. Right. But overall... Yeah, you're saying. I really liked it. And the story good. is neat. Um, so I was overall pretty happy. The ending was pretty good. Like, you know, it was... It's fine, but I was rushing yeah. through it because I wanted to finish it because I've been playing it for so long. And I bought Mafia 3 because it was on sale. And I was right. like, here yeah, we yeah. go. Story game. I can get into it after I finish Mass Effect because I always like to have a good story. I'm playing Mafia 3. Also, Mafia 3 does the interesting thing at the beginning of saying, hey, 
shit was pretty bad in the 60s. <laughs> so we're going to give ourselves the N-word pass. It's essentially like... Oh, no. No, I'm, I'm simplifying it. But they're like, hey, we're going to say some things. And it's because we want... But I get it. They're like, you know... We don't want to like downplay it and pretend like it wasn't a thing. We want to acknowledge like how rough shit was. Right. And so they gave themselves an N-word pass. But like and that's fine. But I just I've never seen that before a game and I was like, neat, I guess. But yeah. like <laughs> At least I have a heads up, I guess, yeah. It was interesting coming into this because I play a lot of open world games and I was thinking like man, this game is not very good. I don't really like it very much. <laughs> the problem is the story's real good so far. Or like, right. I like the characters and I like where the story's developing. It does a very, very interesting thing. I'm not very far in, to be, to be honest. But it does a very okay. interesting thing where the game is a crime documentary. So like a, uh. a scene might start and then the scene ends... And this guy with, like, one of those, like, you know, conspiracy theory boards behind him. And it's like, oh, this guy was, like, a director at the FBI or whatever. And he's like, now, here is when the main character got lied to. And the, because of this reason. <laughs> and he's just breaking down the scene that just happened. Often. Gotcha. Okay. Or, like, explaining why that scene had to happen. Or explaining, like, the consequences of the actions you're about to take. Um, right. It's very interesting. It's like, it's, you know, not quite like memento levels of like go flash forward and flash back, but it's just like really interesting, like how it contextualizes some of the things that are happening and like interviews okay. with like people that are like your friends during the game, like afterwards, like, oh, no, that shit was fucked up when he did that or whatever <laughs> for the mission you're about to go on or whatever. But it's one of these things like I overall don't really like the game and I think I'm going to stop because it's it's posturing as this big open world game. But right. as an open world, not arguing that, but I can't jump unless I'm next to a wall that's jumpable. I'm not able to mm. like, like it feels stiff, like the controls right. kind of feel like the, the, the whole game is just a vehicle for this story. So like gotcha. I don't okay. love the way the sh I don't love the shooting system and you know that's kind of subjective that's different but like you die super easy so it kind of requires like a certain tactical level of shooting that doesn't seems kind of at odds with the kind of story where you're playing this huge tough guy and like it it just feels like kind of like you're still made of like glass in all the the fighting which is a little bit annoying like mm. if somebody sneaks up behind you, they could just go pop up and you're dead and you didn't even know that they were there. Like, right. Yeah. Okay. There. I see what you're saying. I'll do this part again. But like the controls feel stiff. The cut, the cut scenes that aren't like when you're having like a dialogue with somebody, when you enter a conversation, sometimes the camera just doesn't move at all. And sometimes the voice acting's not very good. And other times the right. camera just keeps flipping every time somebody's talking and it's very jarring. But like the cutscene cutscenes are fine. And that's like where the story gets good. And some of the, like the world building and stuff is really nice and interesting. Like the radio, like the, the, like there's stories that progress on the radio as you're playing the game. And like, they'll, they'll talk about like, you know, racial inequality and like the civil rights movement. And it's, it's very interesting stuff that way. Okay. But, that's cool. Like the game itself just feels so stiff that it's like not fun. Like, right. And it's just kind of like I do like this story, but I might have to just watch a movie of somebody just playing all the cutscenes because right, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just don't enjoy playing the actual game, and it, it, it right, yeah, yeah. It made me think about it for like comparing, like uh, I'll look at my notes, but like if you went and saw a movie and it felt like you know, like a Marvel kind of like big blockbuster things, they're typically not going to get real artsy with it. And they're making it really accessible because that's how they make their money. But like right. this in games more generally, 
like then like because it's an interactive medium they might it not be as well sanded because that might be part of it like maybe it does have like a kind of different kind of shooting system or whatever but that's meant to be part of the charm of it right so maybe it's not like as fluid and smooth as like a big triple a title but it like it's hard to say like is that supposed to be part of the character of the game is that supposed to be like yes we know this is like kind of a rough patch but you're supposed to interpret it this way is like it's by design that way to kind of reflect like the grittiness of it you're this fight's supposed to feel gritty you're not supposed to feel like a big damn hero but right honestly i don't enjoy the way that that shooting set up and maybe that's just coming from a game like mass effect where you have fucking superpowers and shit but yeah that's it, fair it just like it didn't it's it hasn't been fun i don't really like the way that the cars handle when i'm driving i don't really like how simple some of the like the game mechanics actually are it's go here destroy these things once you're done destroying these things kill these people then talk to the guy in charge of this place and then you're going to move on to the next place and do all of it again right yeah and i'm kind of like i don't it's just really repetitive yeah i don't want to do that for another 10 hours i I do want to see where the story goes but i i don't give a shit about this gameplay at all so yeah that's fair it's like in, in a movie you can like it gets processed to hell and it's super like accessible but at the end of the day it's not really artsy and it might not feel like a really quality movie because they made it for everybody so it had to be as general as possible like right the the character arcs were kind of like lame or whatever like they didn't feel and they didn't go like into something a bit more mature that they could have that may have had more emotional impact so the same thing can happen with games in my opinion where it's like it's super polished the mechanics great but story is butts we ran out of money to pay the writers like (laughs) it's just something i was thinking about like we have we we critique it differently because it's a totally different arts like form of art obviously you treat like paintings differently than movies if you're critiquing it but like because of the interactive necessity for what makes a video game a video game it's like i i do enjoy the story and that's part of the art but so is the gameplay and the gameplay can just oh it's interpreted as it's supposed to be part of the mechanics it's supposed to feel like this because that's kind of tying back into this theme but it's like yeah but it's not fun shame (laughs) (laughs) you know it's so i'm hard i'm trying to decide am i bad at games and stupid or do i just not like the shooting in mafia 3 i just i just don't think you like the game i think i I don't like the game yeah i mean and you're entitled to your opinion you know Yep. Some people might listen to this and be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Mafia 3 was great. But I just think, you know, it's an opinion. You just don't like Mafia 3, and that's fine. Now, they also... I feel like it sounds like like a linear open world game, which... It's very linear. Honestly, doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, you're right. That that's a big part of it. That's the problem. It's go to this mission, go to this mission, go to this mission. Oh, you finished this yeah. mission, so you unlock this conversation. But really, we're just going to keep doing missions. Like right, yeah, exactly. They also had the interesting. Th- now, this is the thing in other mafia games because I played some of them. A um, lot of softcore pornography in this game. Um, really? Yeah. Cause oh no. Okay. Just go around and find <laughs> playboys and uh, like literally just crack open a playboy and go look at the centerfold. That's hilarious. It's just saved in your menu. And I was looking, I was like, Are they, is this like a real Playboy? And like, yeah, there's articles and stuff. I don't think it's the full <laughs> thing because some of them are only like a few pages long. But then there's also just like art by like some artists from the 60s, I guess. And it's just, okay. It's just a bunch of buxom women with big old torpedo tits. That's all <laughs> I'm there looking at it and I was just like, well, there's an achievement, surely. No, there's not an achievement or anything. They just put softcore porn in the game. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. There's no achievement for getting it all from what I could see. Wow. So I was just kind of like... I guess they figured, like, you know, Mafia, Playboy. Goes hand in hand. Yeah, so... <laughs> hey. You live in one of those American households that's fine with violence, but doesn't like women or women's bodies. <laughs> if I got the video game for you to hide your porn from your parents... You just gotta head on down to the exactly. bayou. 
That's exactly what it was. Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah, I feel like what you're describing is something that... I remember playing the game, but I don't remember much about it. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't... It doesn't sound very great. Because, I mean, you know, used to, like, uh, Saints Row or Grand Theft Auto. And it doesn't sound like it has the same feel as those at all. Or, like, Red Dead, you know? Yeah, like, it's it's open world, but it's really not. Because the only things to do right. are progress the missions. Again, I'm fairly early on, but it's, like, a total of, like, probably, like, six hours played, maybe more. Right. More than that. But it's, like, I'm if I'm still in, like, the tutorial, then that's also just fucking nonsense. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> It's, I don't know, it just very much feels like, yeah, like you said, it's just a linear game, but they stretched it out over a map. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just and they, don't And they give you the to... idea that, like, okay, well, it's open world, so you can do whatever you want. You can't. But... There's, it's just driving yeah. and listening to racist people. Right. And there's probably not a lot of incentive to do any of the other stuff if you don't get achievements or any, you know, sort of kickback from completing these tasks like you do but like at the same time like i don't enjoy doing it at all (laughs) right (laughs) i'm gonna snipe this guy from 100 meters away because i don't want to get into a close-up shootout because it doesn't feel fun to play yeah that's fair that's fair i think you just don't like the game and you should probably play something else i I think i just need somebody (laughs) to say it you know like when you go to your to your girlfriend's like I, I don't know what to do. And they're like, just leave them. It's, I just need to hear yeah. you say it. Same thing right here. Well, I'm just, I'm giving you permission to just play a different game. Sorry, Lincoln Clay. <laughs> it's not me, it's you. Do you have anything in your queue? Like, what's next? Um, <laughs> Yes and no. I downloaded a few things because I, I was definitely knew I was feeling this way. The same way you line up a side piece before you actually break. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, like I went and downloaded Just Cause 4, but I feel like I'm also going to get very upset with that because I think it's too silly for my tastes. But we'll see. Um, I, I really wanted a good shooter. Uh, right. I got Dead Space as well because that's one of those franchises I kind of just missed. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's, it's kind of like Resident Evil, but in space. It's not that at all. Don't at me. But right. like, <laughs> it's, you know, you're. It's like a strategic shooter is the, the okay. term some people use it. So you're trying to like your shots matter and like missing has consequences, and you know it's the high stress of like a horror game with shooting. So Resident right. Evil ish, but not. It's definitely not a Resident Evil game. Um, okay. Yeah, I just kind of missed that, so I'm kind of go back to see if I like it or not. I typically, I don't think it's big on the horror, but I do not fare well with horror games. So we'll see. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be okay. I think you got it. Yeah, maybe. I'm I'm really looking for a, like a new big time sink game because I do like having a game that I can come back and chip at over a time. But I need to enjoy it is the problem, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair, you know? You know, call me crazy. <laughs> but in this interactive art medium, I need to be entertained while I'm interacting with it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, well, that's good. You'll have to tell me next next week about how those games go. Fuck, we got to do a green text, pal. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Let's uh, let's hit up a green text, and uh, yeah, I mean we're getting close to that time, so yeah, so we'll hit up one green text, and then we'll uh, we'll call it probably. Pick a category, pal. Oh shit, I don't even remember what they are. We haven't done this in a long time. Arts and culture, uh, bad people, drugs, medicine, and such. Friends, family, and relationships. Gym stuff. Hypotheticals. Lifestyles. Bad choices. Porn or sex. Random encounters. Uh, plus lifestyles and bad choices. All right, that's a that's a big category. That's a good one. That's a big category. Okay. Um. Uh, pictured we have that like German caterpillar from Bugs Life. 
for some reason. <laughs> okay. And he looks concerned. <laughs> All right. Ate salami yesterday. That was one day past its sell-by date. Uh-oh. I thought it would be okay. <laughs> I woke up this morning with excruciating stomach pain. Oh, no. I waddled to the toilet and fucking blasted ass. <laughs> Yellowstone super volcano of chunky semi-liquid shit. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was descriptive. <laughs> the torrent suddenly stops and the pain subsides. Praise whatever deities enchanted my ass to expel the foul cauldron of putrid shit in such a short length of time. This guy is fucking yeah, fucking vocab he's, he's, on point. He's good with words. Sudden pang of horror <laughs> as I realize I may have dreamed the part about making it to the toilet. <laughs> oh no! I might have, in fact, been, <laughs> been diarrhea shitting a six-liter medley of molten food, pus, and blood all over my bed sheets. Oh my god. Thankfully, it wasn't a dream. But I do have syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Alright. This is why you gotta sit backwards on your toilet from time to time and blast yourself with a bidet just to try to clean... (laughs) Keep that whole area clean and secure. <laughs> yeah, I bet this person would have welcomed the bidet for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, four chan. Oh my god, Anybody that's else wild. Shit so hard you got syphil dick. <laughs> for starters, me. all right. This person needs to write a book because that was, even though it was totally disgusting, it was very vivid. <laughs> and this whole time, the fucking chunky caterpillar staring in my soul. I'm reading this. <laughs> oh shit, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that's wild. That was really good. And I'm glad they actually made it to the toilet because if not, they would have to burn the toilet, burn the whole bed, right? Burn the whole bed. I mean, I can't imagine that fire would smell very good. Uh, no. <laughs> definitely take it outside because it definitely needs to be ventilated. But yeah, I was definitely just burn the bed. My whole room might catch on fire if I did that. So yeah, I suppose. I mean, honestly, at that point, you might just have to burn the room. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I guess. <laughs> I guess have a good day. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Argo Bargo Pod. Send us your emails at the argobargopod at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for bargling in. Thanks for bargling. Bye. for a short one i am ready eating sandwich at the beach nice skipping stones watching the sunset and thinking about life sounds like a good day throw sandwich into ocean and bite raw oh no (laughs) people saw (laughs) oh man that's rough, bud. <laughs> the day really took a turn. I thought it was going to be good. <laughs> it sounded like it was going really good up until that point. Yeah, I mean, a sandwich might be one of the worst things to eat at the beach. <laughs> that is true. You get a lot of sand in there. It's just, it's layers and floppy. So, like, it's nice to have, like, a like a plate or something beneath you. Yeah. You're right. I think a corn dog is the ideal beach food. It has a stick, so you don't have to get your sandy hands all over it. Like, that is good. It's a hot, fun summer food. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. I think anything on a stick is good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I, I no that.
Yeah, it's a bad. I think corn. Your mistake was not having a corn dog. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, sandwich. If he still yeah. threw the corn dog and bit the rock, that's still pretty bad. It's still, yeah, still doesn't work. But I guess a corn dog would be less rock shape. I don't know. But like, if you throw the sandwich, like <laughs> you see the like the bread fly off in different directions, and the tomato sail like yeah. frisbee, <laughs> and the like the bologna flaps just kind of like fluttering in the wind. Yeah, that's true. If you bit first, I almost don't understand. And throw the the sandwich in frustration. <laughs> but you threw the sandwich and thought that was weird that that rock turned into deli meats and such and fluttered into the ocean for the fucking cod to eat. But no, you yeah. bit the rock after you did it. <laughs> Maybe it was like a side simultaneous motion, you know. Bite think, and throw at the same time. That's also a problem. That's what you get from multitasking. You half-ass two things and look what happened. That's true. That is true. You're not wrong. I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think he made a mistake. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> how do you get here? <laughs> My question is, how do you get back from here? Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't imagine going to the dentist and being like, I bit rocks. I need you to make sure my shit's okay because I bit a rock. <laughs> and I was real hungry and that sandwich was real good. Was so a- I definitely bit hard. <laughs> Give it to me straight. Did I fuck my shit up by biting a pebble? <laughs> 